0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is
1: accessed on wia.org.au. From VK1WIA, it is the best news you'll get all week. $10 million for rapidly deployable emergency communications. The Federal Government has awarded $8.3 million in grants to four major telcos for temporary portable communication facilities that will rapidly deploy to communities and evacuation centres in time of emergency. A further $1.7 million has been outlaid for NBN Roadmaster trucks and 12 portable satellite kits. Repairs and upgrades have been made to a deep space dish in Canberra. It had been off the air for months, and that's significant, because it's the only dish in the world that can send commands to the Voyager 2 probe. Well, NASA reports an upgrade to the dish has allowed it to finally make contact with the probe again, on October 29. It was the first successful transmission since March. NASA has partnered with Australia's SmartSat CRC to advance distress-related communications and navigation technology. Specifically, the SmartSat research team will propose new design for the waveform of the 406 MHz signal sent by beacons through the cospas SARSat network. These new designs will further modernise second-generation beacons, taking advantage of encoding techniques not available when the network was developed in the 1970s. Now here's one close to home. Disinformation is damaging communities around the world, and we as the ham community are not exempt from disinformation as we've witnessed these past years. Now, via ACMA, we learn an industry code of practice for disinformation public consultation has opened. Digi has drafted the code on behalf of digital platforms here in Australia and is seeking submission from interested parties by Tuesday, November 24. The government has asked the ACMA to oversee the development of the code and report to government on the code and platform's performance against it by June 2021.
0: No, you haven't tuned the ether stirrer. This is the official VK Ham
2: News from the One. VK1WIA. Good morning. This is Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Late last week, the WIA board was privileged to participate in a presentation from past WIA Director Peter Young, VK3MV on the wrap-up of the IARU meetings he had been attending via online conference over the last few weeks. These meetings were with IARU Region 1 and 2, with participation from many other representative member societies. Peter gave a brief overview of the history of the IARU and its role in Spectrum Governance. What was highlighted was the importance member societies like the WIA have with their contribution to the IARU in keeping commercial users at bay from taking our precious HF and VHF UHF amateur radio allocations from us either directly or by slowly encroaching into our bands. Peter briefed us on the Region 3 Directors Meeting, the IARU Administrative Council Meeting, the Region 1 Virtual General Conference and the Region 2 Executive Committee Meeting. A serious commitment by Peter given the time zone differences and usually in our very early mornings for hours at a time. Many thanks must go to the significant contributions by our Region 3 IAU representatives Grant Willis VK5GR and Peter Young VK3MV for their initiative and push for global harmonisation of the amateur band's digital segments. So much work these guys and other volunteers contribute behind the scenes for the benefit of all amateur radio community, not just in Australia but globally. The WIA is the IARU recognised national peak body in Australia. The WIA represents all amateur radio operators in Australia, investing resources at these conventions for our general overall benefit. One of the highlights from the discussions was the importance of MCOM, Emergency Communications, and having an MCOM infrastructure in place in time of natural disasters. This was highlighted nearly a year ago now with the bushfires last year and now the upcoming bushfire season this summer we need a harmonized emergency system with australia-wide training at all levels of support currently Wison is the emergency communications provider radio amateurs have a long and proud history of providing communications to alleviate suffering in the wake of natural disasters with only a low-power hf transceiver an automobile battery A piece of wire for an antenna, a skilled operator can establish communication from almost any location. Amateurs use their VHF-UHF allocations for many applications, including local networks that operate independently of the commercial telecommunications infrastructure and continue to function when regular communication links are disrupted or overloaded. IARU member societies organise and train their individual members and local clubs to be ready to respond in times of need. Each of the three IARU region organisations has an emergency coordinator whose mission is to support those efforts and to coordinate international assistance as required. The WIA is looking for interested parties to become involved with MCOM and Wyson. If you are interested, send an email to nationaloffice at wia.org.au to register your interest telling us a little about yourself. Amateur radio exams. Just a quick update on amateur radio exams. Currently, the AMC require an approved COVID plan to conduct any face-to-face exams and only from approved premises, which excludes personal homes. The online remote exam offerings via Skype still seem to be extremely popular from a convenience perspective, and as a Level 3 assessor, I find it extremely efficient giving access to candidates located anywhere with generous time flexibility. Still the most popular option is the Foundation licence, with about 75% of my candidates opting for that licence class. It's the best value given the bands and modes available to get on air. From a a basic operational point of view, you get similar to standard band privileges, HF access, all modes, no work or 20 metres, but also access to 270 and or with 10 watts RF output. If you have an interest or know someone who does, then either book directly with AMC or register at www.vea.org.au and an assessor will book and arrange your AMC exam for you whether it's for foundation, standard or advanced exams. Purchase the foundation manual from the WIA website, study it and then utilise the free WIA Foundation trial exam portal to practice your exams on. It's located on the WIA website. Your success and confidence is improved significantly after attempting several of the trial exams available. Your study efforts will be well rewarded. That's all from me. 73 is from Lee, VK3GK, WIA Vice President. Among all of the COVID-19
3: news that has been circulating, it is generally accepted that it is highly unlikely that we will have a common vaccine delivered widely until mid-late 2021. This will be too late for the WIA AGM and Conference, which has been proposed for May 1st and 2nd of 2021 in Hobart, Tasmania. Accordingly, the board of the WIA has adopted a recommendation by the Hobart Conference Organising Committee to cancel the 2021 conference and AGM in Hobart. It's most unfortunate, as I personally was very much looking forward to visiting Tasmania and spending a few days looking around some of the Tasmanian whisky and gin distilleries. The WIA will still plan to hold its annual general meeting on Saturday, the 1st of May 2021, but the exact details and methodology will need to be worked through. Many members have commented on the successful use of technology for the last AGM. I agree. It was very successful, and a 2021 AGM may well incorporate such technology again. I will have more news over the next few months. This has been WIA Secretary Peter, vk for the WIA National News.
4: This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. The print run of Issue number 5 rolled off the press on Wednesday last, on time, as scheduled. If you subscribe to the print copy of AR Magazine, keep an eye out for it in your letterbox real soon now. For members who take the digital edition, watch your email inbox for a notification from the WIA that you can download your copy from the website. During a recent Publications Committee meeting, we discussed themed issues for the magazine. Perhaps the last issue, number four, could rightly be recognised as the portable issue, laden as it was with the pleasures of portable play. Back to PubCom's discussion. The first topic that sprang to the collective mind of the committee was antennas. And what use is an antenna without a feed line? Accordingly, we present another themed issue on antennas and feed lines. The main feature is on the practicalities of designing and building your own open feed lines. If equations scare you, just close your eyes and skip over those bits. There's a story to read. The feature DIY project is an antenna switch for the shack with a built-in power and SWR meter from the indefatigable Jim Tregellis, BK5JST. It's nicely set off by an article on a novel arboreal aerial for the MF bands. Yep, using a tree for an antenna. Also, we have reviews of two kits: a dual-band 2 meter 70 centimeter Yagi and an automatic antenna matcher tuner. Even our VHF, UHF, and meteor scatter columnists have thrown in some cogent catchwords on antennas. As the WIA is celebrating its 110th anniversary, last issue we covered part one of what happens when governments ruled the ether, and amateur wireless experimenters clamoured for their licenses to be returned. WIA historian Peter Wolferton, VK3RV, completes the story this issue, telling who did what, with which and when. A colourful history. Look out for the bright purple cover of issue number five. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH for VK1WIA News. No, you haven't tuned the
0: ether stirrer. This is the official VK Ham News from the one... VK1WIA.
1: Happy birthday, Gordon. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, Gordon. Hey, it's celebration time, and not often do we do birthday calls, but not often does one of us turn 100. Gordon Morrison, VK3TH, turned 100 back on the 26th of September. He resides at the Opal of the Bay Nursing Home in Frankston. So from an old-timer to a genuine old-timer, happy birthday, Gordon. Victor Kilo 3, Tango Hotel. This
0: is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW.
5: Thanks, and we begin this week's international news from Vanuatu. Vanuatu's national government will get an upgraded emergency radio network under a joint project with Australia. The three year project will be undertaken under the auspices of the Vanuatu Australia Defence Cooperation Programme and will substantially boost the archipelago's disaster preparedness and response capability. It will also support the Vanuatu Police Force. Tropical Cyclone Harold, as well as the challenges of COVID-19, have highlighted the need for communications to support policing and disaster resilience. Initially focusing on delivering communications infrastructure and training, the effort will be expanded over the next three years to support 15 police outposts in total, including mobile two-way radio in five locations. To the United Kingdom, researchers develop game-changing solar panels, if you enjoy operating portable with the help of a solar panel or two, you might find this report from Amateur Radio Newsline particularly promising. Jeremy Bootgull 4 November, Juliet Hotel, shares the news. Researchers
0: are calling the work of scientists at the University of York a potential game-changer in the world of solar panels. By putting a checkerboard design on the panel's face, the researchers have upgraded its ability to absorb light by 125%. According to a report posted on the website goodnewsnetwork.org, the panel could possibly be developed to absorb far more solar energy than today's panels. Replacing the traditional flat panel surface with a checkerboard design is said to increase the diffraction rate, and thus the likelihood that more light can be absorbed. The research team believes that this could also result in panels that are thinner, lighter and more flexible.
5: Thanks, Jeremy. And I believe the team's findings were published recently in the journal Optica. To the USA, in Colorado, wildfires have had firefighters struggling to contain one particular sprawling blaze where a critical radio repeater has been destroyed by what authorities believe to be malicious vandalism. The portable radio repeater was being used by firefighters at the massive Williams Fork Fire in Colorado. According to news reports, firefighters found the repeater in pieces with guy wires cut. The antenna had been snapped off. Replacement parts were sourced and repairs were made, but the Forest Service is still continuing its probe. A US ham radio operator who had just turned 109 has become a silent key. Amateur Radio Newsline Paul Braun, Whiskey Delta 9, Golf Charlie Oscar, shares this remembrance of him.
6: Back in 2016, my editor, Karen Eve Murray, gave me an assignment to contact and interview a man who was believed to be the oldest living ham. Cliff Kayhart, W4KKP, was 104 years old at the time and had been a licensed active ham for 79 years. He was an absolute delight to talk to, bright, sharp, still active on the air. As Newsline went to production on Thursday, October 29th, we learned that Cliff had become a silent key on October 26th, just a few days past his 109th birthday. Our condolences to his family and all who knew him. After our Newsline report ran, we posted an extended version of my interview with Cliff on our website as an extra. You can listen by following the link in the text version of this newscast. WB4 KKP has gone QRT one last time. Thanks, Paul.
5: And that story of a true old-timer prompts me to join with WIA News Editor Graham in congratulating an Aussie old-timer, Gordon Morrison, VK3 Tango Hotel, who turned 100 years old back in September. Amateur Radio Day. Amateur radio operators in the United States may be getting their own national holiday thanks to Congresswoman Debbie Lesko who has introduced a resolution to declare April 18, 2021, as National Amateur Radio Operators' Day, recognising ham radio as a means for teaching, for communicating and for spurring the development of new innovations. The Congresswoman presented the measure just days after attending a virtual event hosted by the Sun City Grand Hams based in Surprise, Arizona. Why the 18th of April? The date is timed to coincide with the anniversary of the founding of the International Amateur Radio Union. For VK1WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now,
7: Operational News with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. 2020. CQLIDXCW, November 28-29. Spring VHF-UHF Field Days, November 27-28. December 6-8, to 160 meters Worldwide. December 14-15, 10 Worldwide. 2021. Ross Hall Royal VHF UHF Contest takes place all of January 2021. VHF UHF Summer Field Day, Saturday 16 and Sunday 17 January. CQ Worldwide 160 meters CW Contest, January 29-31. CQ Worldwide 160 meters SSB Contest, February 26-28. February 2021 International DXCW Contest Dick's Window Australia VI-75WW2 is active until November eleventh, 2020 to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the end of the Second World War. OR-39CLM in Belgium commemorates the liberation in 1944 by Canadian troops. OR-39CLM is on air only November 13. And speaking of the canoes. Be listening for Ron VA3RVK who will be on the air in Canada as XL3T until November 24th. This is to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the ending of World War Two and the Canadian Liberation. Be listening for him as well as CJ3T on November 28th. QSL for both call signs to V3AT. Still in the Lone Countries, Special Events Station OP20 FENIKS honours the memory of the women and men who were involved in the reconstruction efforts in and around West Hook after the end of World War One? Look for them on HF, on SSB, CW and digital modes. QSL to ON5YL directed via the Bureau. In today's Rewind, John Knox will take an extra in-depth look at these Flanders fields. W0YPS sure has picked a hot spot to be active from. Active as V31CO from Belize until the 13th of November. Activity on 80-10 metres using CWSSB FT8 and RITI. QSL via W0YBS and Logbook of the World. The ARI Fidenza Club, IQ4FE, puts a number of special event call signs on the air during 2020 to commemorate the life and achievements of Guglielmo Marconi. June November, II4RVT commemorates beginnings of Radio Vatican in 1931. QSL via IQ4FE. Afghanistan. S-5-3-R plans to remain in the capital city working in his spare time as T-6-AA until mid-December. Iraq-YI Giorgio, I-U-5-HWS, has been stationed in Iraq with the Italian Army since September and expects to remain there until around 20th of January. The Iraqi Amateur Radio Society has authorised him to be active as Y-I-9-I-U-5-HWS. stroke until his requested call sign YI9WS is granted by the National Communications and Media Commission. Net Advice The Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club would like to advise all amateurs of an increasingly popular weekly net that is gaining in popularity in the New South Wales far south coast and Monero region. Every Sunday evening, Peter, VK2, DIE hosts a dinky-dye Australian culture net, during which contributors, as well as Peter himself, recite poetry from some of our great Australian bush poets, as well as the sharing of some yarns, jokes, clean plays, and anecdotes all with an Australian theme. If you would like to join in, you can do so by calling into the New South Wales Far South Coast Network on VK2RSE 147.375 MHz, VK2RFS 146.760, and VK3RDH 146.625. All not requiring turn at nineteen hundred hours, USA Wales satellite saving time. You can also join in using IRLP node six two one one. The net generally goes for about an hour or so and operates in an open mic style coordinated by Peter. The club looks forward to hearing your contributions and trust that you will enjoy this net as much as many of them already do. Sounds like fun to me. For VK one WIA National News, I'm Felix, UK four Fenningham.
0: This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, Special Interest Group News with Bruce, VK3FFF.
8: Worldwide Special Interest Group News, Final Frontier. Upcoming sees a number of amateur radio satellites expected to launch in the next few months. AMSAT EA reports their Pocket Cubes ESAT-2 and Hades have been integrated for launch on a SpaceX Falcon 9 in December, while Genesis L and Genesis N have been integrated into their dispenser for launch on Firefly's Alpha rocket. AMSAT Rad FX Sat 2 FOX 1E is expected to launch by the end of this year on Virgin Orbit's Launcher 1 vehicle and carries a 30 kHz wide VU linear transponder. The Tevel mission is a series of eight Israeli CubeSats carrying FM transponders and expect launch aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 in December. Also, is a 3U CubeSat called Talsat. This one is scheduled to launch on a resupply mission to the ISS in February. Talsat carries an FM transponder. Tel Aviv University has built and launched this satellite designed to measure cosmic radiation in space. The nano satellite called TALSAT-1 was devised, developed, assembled and tested at the new Nano Satellite Centre, an interdisciplinary endeavour of the Faculties of Engineering and Exact Sciences and the Porter School of the Environment and Earth Sciences. Its dimensions are roughly 10 centimetres by 10 centimetres by 30 centimetres, the size of a shoebox, and it weighs less than 2.5 kilograms. The satellite will collect data using antennas and transmit them for analysis to the Tau station, which is built on top of the university's engineering building. The satellite will also serve as a space relay for amateur radio stations around the world. Worldwide special interest groups, Internet, the Ham's Domain. Yahoo Groups closing soon. Just a reminder for listeners who use or who have subscribed to any Yahoo Group that December 15th, groups.yahoo.com or Yahoo Groups and its list service will shut down. Many amateurs are still using Yahoo Groups. Worldwide special interest groups, Rescue Radio. The executive committee has appointed Dr. Carlos A. Santamaria, CO2JC, as the new R2 emergency coordinator. They made the appointment after a call to all member societies for candidates after the recent retirement of Dr. Cesar Pia Santos, HR2P, after 12 years of service. CO2JC has extensive experience serving as Federación de Radio Aficionados de Cuba coordinator of the National Emergency Network both in exercises and communications during activations in the event of hurricanes and even earthquakes, maintaining contact with the coordinators of other Caribbean countries to protect emergency frequencies. He also advises the Cuban headquarters of the United Nations Organisation on emergency communications during disasters. Special interest groups roar Rotarians of amateur radio. Members of the Rotary International Fellowship are currently operating but about to go QRT as GB0RPP to promote World Polio Day and raise awareness of the Polio Plus Organisation. All QSOs will be confirmed automatically with a Bureau QSL. Cards are managed by G3LUW and G3SZF. Worldwide special interest groups, YOTA. December is YOTA month, 2020. During the entire month of December, many, many youngsters will be active with YOTA as suffix in their call sign. The idea for this is to show the amateur radio hobby to youth and to encourage youngsters to be active on the ham radio waves. Give a demonstration in a school or local club, gather together with your friends, grab a pie and make some QSOs or enjoy a great pile-up. Let's all show this great hobby to the world. Feel free to make a QSO with the youngsters, they are happy to get some attention and exchange information. Licensed and unlicensed youth will be making QSOs. Be aware, this could be their first radio contact ever, so please give them a chance to experience a possible new hobby. Word in from the RSGB that GB20 Yota is going to be their station, so listen up. As we come into the studio today, word had been received on special Yota activities
2: here in Region 3. Hi, I am Lee Moyle, VK3GK. If you have an interest to help out with uh, YOTA, Youth on the Air, then let the WIA know of your interest. WIA Director Oscar VK3TX is looking for volunteers to help revitalise an important aspect of amateur radio to youth, establishing STEM programs and introducing new people to experiencing contesting, ARDF and other technical and competitive aspects of our fascinating hobby. This year's YOTA conference in Thailand unfortunately was cancelled due to covid but we expect it will be on again next year. Keep a lookout for some exciting announcements from the WIA with respect to youth participation in next year's Yota Conference. Email nationaloffice at wia.org.au to register your interest.
9: VK1 WIA In Flanders fields the poppies blow Between the crosses, row on row That mark our place And in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below. Rewind. rewind. And today we rewind to the 1920s at the reconstruction of Flanders Fields, commemorated this Armistice Month by special event station OP20 Phoenix. F-E-N-I-K-S. To bring Phoenix 2020, the Great Reconstruction after the First World War in the West Hock in Belgium, to worldwide attention... The radio amateurs of the UBA sections from Kulajem and Ypres have joined forces for the month of November 2020 with the special event station OP-20 Phoenix. After the First World War, the entire Westhoek in Belgium was in ruins. Recovery seemed almost impossible. Four years of trench warfare left untold devastation for man and nature in its wake. The First World War had wiped dozens of towns and villages along the old front line, clean off the map. Recovery seemed out of the question. Immediately after the armistice, the first inhabitants returned. People especially needed food. Children had to go back to school. Social life was restarted. And above all, the inhabitants made a home again from a heap of stones. In less than 10 years, the entire area rose like a phoenix from its ashes. Phoenix, or the post First World War reconstruction, is an ode to the resilience of forgotten men and women who cleared rubble and rebuilt the country after the First World War. Our radio amateur station is located in the immediate vicinity of the Memorial of Hill 62, located in Zillabeek Lipa. The special event station, OP20 Phoenix, will be heard on VHF and HF in SSB in CW, as well as in some Digimodes. The HF station is at the Hill 62 Sanctuary Wood Museum. The VHF station finds its unique place a little further on in the grassy plain along the right side of the Memorial of Hill 62. Listen and or contact the station throughout November. OP 20 Phoenix. F-E-N-I-K-S. I'm John Knox vk4fjrk well normally at this time we bring you the social scene
1: however nothing new on the scene today however our updated official listing is on wia.org.au and with that it's farewell from me graham vk4bb oh and don't forget to remember november 11 remembrance day
0: this has been the wireless institute of australia with the weekly news service This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.